Hello, hello, welcome to the Venice and Friends podcast. It's really great to be with you today. I want to talk about something. So, you know, I've been talking about uh, more and, you know, something I've added to the conversation we're having as a community about renewable energy and about solar, solar energy in particular. And, you know, it's been really interesting. So, like, (laughs) I have heard some crazy things, guys. Like, I've heard some crazy things. I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) like, so today on this episode, I've heard so many. I'm going to start to, like, talk about crazy things people say or uneducated things that people say, okay? Um, just like not being informed, not like uneducated, like you're a, you're an idiot, okay? It's just like, no, people are just not informed. And so I'm like, yeah, let's just get people informed, okay? So today I'm going to talk about three myths, three things that I've heard people say that really is not accurate, Okay. I have heard people say, because, you know, I do these lives. I mean, people send me comments and things like that. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's not really true. So one thing that I've heard people ask or say, rather, is that they're like, solar, it's a scam. And it's a scam because it actually creates more pollution, the manufacturing, like when solar panels are made, that the manufacturing of the panels results in more pollution than is saved by solar usage, okay? And that's just not accurate, okay? A system, you know, like a solar system meeting half of the electrical needs of like a typical household, okay, eliminates approximately a half a ton of this chemical called sulfur dioxide. It's not a chemical. I guess it's a chemical element or a molecule. I'm trying to think back to what would be, well, yeah, sulfur dioxide pollution, from the air. So I'll say it again, because when I got a little tripped up on what is sulfur dioxide? Let me just look it up right now because I have my computer. Woohoo! So I can just look it up right now. So I can call it the right thing. I think it's an ion. Okay, so sulfur dioxide is a chemical compound. Yay! Okay, so I'm gonna go back. So basically, um, a, a, a system meeting half of the electrical needs of like your average household, a solar system, okay, eliminates a pra- approximately a half a ton of sulfur dioxide pollution. That, uh, that's like 600 pounds of harmful chemicals. Um, Like just to to kind of contrast that, 
pollutants that are produced in the manufacturing of solar, they're really minimal, much like less than that number I just gave you. And another thing is a lot of them are recycled. Okay. So the pollutants that are are produced as a result of manufacturing, it's common that in the process they are recycled. Okay. So I just really want to like, if you've heard that, like I'm all for you guys, let's get educated. Like, let's just not say stuff that's not accurate. Okay. Now, uh, I want to just say one other thing. Uh, there's this, you know, there's all kinds of research and places that, you know, do research in this particular area. And the National Renewable Energy Laboratory of the United States Department of Energy has really demonstrated, conclu- like concluded through research at the National Center of Photovoltaic, I always say this word, photovoltaic. Voltaics or a PV system, which is what a solar system is. Sometimes they'll call it a PV system, which stands for photovoltaics. Okay. Or it's to be accurate, it's a photovoltaic system, which is what PV stands for. I used to wonder, like, what the heck is PV? So you now have been educated if you do. We're not aware of that. But PV systems, they avoid a lot far more carbon dioxide than, than other pollution through their clean energy production, okay, than are re- introduced by the manufacturing of the PV systems. So basically, bottom line, they actually s- avoid pollution um, in the manufacturing process they make less and they help avoid pollution all right now this is an interesting factoid that i was like whoo i love this did you know that an average u.s household uses 830 kilowatt hours of electricity per month now if you remember i did a podcast episode um i forget which episode it was about saving money i think it was episode 61 and i ta- I'm, I'm just going to digress for one minute and then i'm going to get back on topic okay i promise um i talked about how energy companies they will charge less per kilowatt for people who have solar panels that's one incentive and it's worth you really looking into because talk about saving money. It's like starting all the way at the front end with what you're being charged. That's awesome. So I'm going to get back on topic with my interesting factoid. An average U.S. household uses 830 kilowatt hours of electricity per month. On average, producing 1,000 kilowatt of electricity with solar panel actually reduces the emissions by nearly eight pounds of sulfur dioxide, which is a chemical compound we talked about, five pounds of nitrogen oxides, which are all bad things, and more than 1,400 pounds of carbon dioxide, okay? That's a month, okay? Now, you may be like, well, why do I care about sulfur dioxide and nitrogen oxides and carbon dioxide? Like, uh, okay. 
Well, this is like what I talked about in another episode, because I've been having kind of conversations here and there. I think it was called Doing Our Part, episode 57. And I talked about how, like, what's going to be the impact of pollution? Maybe not in your generation, but in the generation of like our grandchildren, Like, I am becoming more and more concerned for that. I'm going to die one day. But what's it going to be like for the people after me? And it's just something to really consider. We don't think about stuff like this. We're not, we're just not in our American culture. I don't know about European cultures, okay? But I can speak to in our American culture, This is not a conversation we've really been having, guys, but I think it's a conversation to look at. You know, there have been, two years ago, I really started, you know, just contemplating what, like what, what impact do I really want to make using my platform? There are three areas that I'm really concerned for, okay? Energy and solar is the one I'm really focused on right now because I feel like I, I, I have just, I feel like I can really make an impact there. One is plastics. Have you ever done research on plastic and like the impact that it's like what happens with all the plastic that we don't use? It's, it's, if you really started doing some research on it, it's like scary. Did you know that the number one use or of like plastic pollution in the world is like the cruise industry there oh there's a there's a netflix series um it's this guy named minaj i forget his last name but it's called um it's a netflix series called the patriot act i mean not the patriot act Ooh, I forget what it's called. It's not a conspiracy theory thing. It's it's this guy. He's like a millennial. He's amazing. He's actually like a com- a comedian, but he has all these like educational like conversations. And he did one about the cruise liners and like the pollution that they dump into the ocean. That's legal. That they can legally dump their trash in the ocean. I didn't know that. I was like. How do we not know that? Why is this allowed? (laughs) If you're interested, send me an email, infovenice.com. I will send you those specifics. But it's not called the Patriot Act, but it's it's just the most interesting, educational, like Netflix series about all these things. Like, it's like, I never knew that. It literally leaves you every single time with, I didn't know that, but they're very fascinating conversations and they're very relevant. That's my point is I think maybe it's time for us to really look at pollution in our country. And I've never thought about like carbon dioxide and pollutants in the air. Like I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Like that's just me. Like, well, mostly I'm like, crap, I'm too busy. Like that's my thing. But that's my thing. That like, that's where I'm like, Venice, 
you know, think I'm really thinking about my grandkids. Am I too busy to like look into something and get interested? Is it what matters more? The future of my grandchildren and what the world is going to be like for them? Or I'm just too busy or I'm too lazy. That's kind of where I'm at. So, yeah. One thing with my little factoid here is basically a, like a solar, you know, like your average solar power system. It basically has a projected like 20 plus years 28 years of clean energy production. A rooftop system with a two-year payback and meeting half of a household's electricity really avoids conventional electrical plant emissions of more than half a ton of sulfur dioxide one-third ton of nitrogen oxides, and 100 tons of carbon dioxide. So what's the point behind the factoid? Well, clean energy, solar energy, is just a really great investment financially, but it's also got huge environment benefits. So that's myth number one. I think I'm just going to do one more. Okay. So this is something that I, I personally thought, and I was like so happy when I just got educated about it. I always thought like when someone has solar, that if the power goes out, that their house will still be powered by solar. Okay. That's a myth. That's actually not accurate. And here's why. The power, even the solar panels, it's tied to the electrical grid, okay? And I was like, why is that, right? And I I found out why. It's because it's not safe to be pushing electricity back out into the wires while maybe electric workers may be trying to fix the problem, (laughs) So part of your, like a solar panel system involves this thing called an inverter. And it basically helps turn the solar energy into like electricity. That's the bottom line. Okay. So basically the inverter on a solar system, it recognizes that the grid is out and it'll shut down the solar system. And I was really happy to get educated about that because to me, I was like, I think it's unfair. Why should the power, you know, if you have solar, it, it all makes sense. There's a reason for it. Now, now this got me interested in something that I, I'm going to do more research on, but you know, there are like these battery, imagine like a generator, for your home, but it's battery operated and it's battery operated by energy, like solar energy. So you could look at, you know, buying a, like your own home generator. Now, I don't know about you, but home generators, like, cause you know, I live in Houston and it's of course, hurricane 
area, so we were at risk for hurricanes, but they're very expensive. And so considering like a solar-powered alternative, it may financially just be a better solution for you. It's definitely worth looking into. Now, I do have my friends Joseph and Manny. They are energy consultants. And they also, if you're interested, like, hey, you know, maybe I'd like to try like a generator. They can also, of course, give you knowledge, information rather, and support you with if you're interested in getting one for your home. So that's something I was thinking, like even bare minimum, I think maybe everybody should have like one of those. I mean, I could have one. I I rent an apartment, right? So you don't have to be, I don't think, a homeowner to have like a generator that, um, you know, in case the electric goes out. So something to think about. All right. So that's the second myth. Now, oh, I just can't help it. Okay, I'll do one more. (laughs) This is another one I was really wondering about. So I'm going to do another episode on this, okay? And I'll do... I'll do some more myths, but, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not promising. I think it'll, okay. It'll be next week. I'll do next week. All right. Just so it's consistent. This will be part one. And then I'll do a part two. The, this is something I was also misinformed and it's myth. Number three is my solar panels won't work in the cold winter weather. Okay. So solar panels, they produce power based on the amount of sunlight that the panels are exposed to, okay? They're not affected by temperature, all right? So, and I really was wondering about that too. I was like, man, like, what about the freeze? Like, doesn't that hurt the panels? No, I mean, they're built to be temperature appropriate or resistant. I don't know if that's the best term, but to handle temperature. Now, interestingly, I was surprised to know that solar panels, they actually work better in cold weather as opposed to extremely hot temperatures. I was like, wow, really? Yeah, the sun, those sunny days, okay, even if they're cold in winter, they really can generate a, a very comparable amount of solar energy to a hot summer day. Okay. Now, although like, you know, let's say you won't be producing as much solar power as you do during the summer months, the system is really designed solar panel systems that you can still draw on, um, electric credits that you've generated during the summertime. I've talked about net metering, which is basically where, you know, your home, your, your, rooftop power plant, (laughs) also known as solar panel system, the solar system, uh, panel systems, they will generate many times more electricity than what you are using. So the electricity goes to the grid, whoever your provider is, you know, your grid operator, and then you will get a credit which you can use later. So that's just something to really keep in mind. Um, yeah, I love it. So that was something that I thought was really, really interesting. All right. I'm going to complete our conversation here. Stay tuned for next week. We will have more fun-filled 
adventure about the myths. I feel like I need to have some background music now. The myths dun, 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 of solar. <laughs> All right. Now, um, I'm going to put my friend Joseph and Manny their um, link if you're interested in finding out more about solar. Um, definitely like you, if you're interested in like a solar powered generator for your home, uh, definitely reach out to them. You'll schedule an appointment and they'll be more than happy to assist you and it's free. So, all right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.